Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here's the snap. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more to the 40, to the 35, 30. Breaks away. 25. Touchdown, Josh Allen. My guy, my boy, Josh Allen. Starting us off with the final hour of Fist Pump Time, live on the Fan Cam Twitch and YouTube. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, our Cowboys insider Bobby Bell, along Catch with down. Peyton and Ryan, setting us up live on the Fan Cam Twitch and YouTube. And thanks to all y'all yesterday. At one point, we were at 2,500. Know that you were chilling, had your day off, uh, Martin Luther King Day, and, of course, the weather, and you were still choosing to spend part of a miserable Cowboys Monday with us. And uh, by the looks of it, there's still a lot of people sitting at home. Uh, thank you to the school districts for uh, canceling school for no reason and having my kid at home when I go there. I wouldn't say they were chilling at home yesterday. They, they were pretty antsy. I'd imagine there's a lot of pacing around DFW, a lot of anxiousness that I think is carried over into today. 52-yard run for Josh Allen. He did not turn it over. And the Buffalo Bills take care of the Pittsburgh Steelers to set up. Buffalo, Kansas City again. That will be the last game of the divisional round weekend. So we're going to start off Saturday, 3.30 our time. Houston at Baltimore, then Green Bay at San Fran. Sunday early game, Tampa Bay at Detroit. And before we get to RJ's wild card overreactions or not, we should talk about Caleb Williams did declare for the NFL Mm -hmm. draft. So Caleb Williams is coming out did he declare uh by like painting it on his nails like i'm going to the nfl no. draft or something like that he didn't okay i want by the way i don't think that is uh gonna be allowed at the next level so he's gonna have to figure out a, a new niche but he did uh, announce that he is coming out he's gonna enter the nfl draft he is still i think the heavy favorite to be the number one overall pick i know there's a lot of talk about drake may and there's still questions about him as a leader at quarterback and and being able to shoulder a franchise i think there's a lot of fair questions about that, but ultimately, he's such a ridiculous talent, and it's going to be really hard for somebody to walk away from that. Greatest prospect of all time. Uh, according to Woj? Rick Spielman. <laughs> oh, Rick Spielman. Rick Spielman. He uh, was on a podcast. Former GM? What's that? Is he uh, yeah, former, former Vikings GM? GM Vikings, yep. Yeah. And he was he was just given a bunch of names on who he would take Caleb over or not. I love how this triggered RJ. Last year's draft class, Caleb was the first quarterback taken, right? Yes. The, the one before that, Trevon Walker went first, so certainly there. What about 2021 when Trevor Lawrence went first? You taking Trevor or Caleb? Caleb. 2020, Joe Burrow or Caleb? Caleb. Wow. 2019's Kyler, you're taking Caleb there. 2018's Baker, you're taking Caleb there. So you probably have to go back to, I'll go to 2012, Andrew Luck or Caleb? That's a that's a toss-up for me. Wow. Andrew Luck was... 
one of those generational franchise quarterbacks, but I would be real close, but I would probably go with luck just ahead of Caleb, but right there, A1A and 1B. 1998, who you got? Peyton or Caleb? Caleb. Over Peyton? Peyton was a, back then, that was in vogue, the pocket passer. Caleb, the notch up just because of the athleticism. 1983, you were in your 20th year in the league by then. (laughs) L.A. or Caleb? Oh, they're similar type players, too. Caleb. Oh, my God. You're going back. Like, I I went on. That's Dan Marino calling you. (laughs) So it's the Burrow thing? It's, it's, I mean, any of them. Are you kidding? This is why, this is why scouts' I mean, evaluations I mean, Ch- don't matter. No, Ch- but I love that he is staying married to, he, he's answering that from his scouting in the moment. I, I, I respect that. He's not just using hindsight, right? He, because Joe Burrow's going to be and is better than Andrew Luck. So, sure. uh, but he's being like, no, at the time, we all thought Luck. So, I think he's answering it from at that point in time. I mean, as a like as a prospect, like Chop, you can't even like dispute this. As a prospect, like Caleb Williams blows away Peyton. Like you know, <laughs> I, like I, I I don't I remotely know. Are how, you, but whatever. But I mean, like uh, Andrew that, Luck, that is, it's that, crazy. That's like a unanimous talking point. Is that Caleb is a like like blows the doors off of like Peyton, like he's in Alaska Airlines like flight. That, that that's what he does. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know how I, who possibly, I've never heard anybody say that. I've never heard anybody say he's better than Elway that is as a prospect. Or anybody say wild to me Luck. that you haven't heard that. Oh, I, I haven't. Why, why would I? I'm, I'm Why would I'm anyone have heard I'm that? I'm you. You were looking down so in your feelings about this. And as soon as they said, <laughs> how is he better than Elway? How is he better than Luck? How is he better than man? How is he better than Lawrence? How is he better prospect than Burrow? Like, he's not. Like, stop. No, he is, but I'll tell you what. I, maybe I would, maybe he's a better than Burrow because Burrow wasn't on the prospect level of Lawrence or Luck or Elway or Manning. As, like, a, pros- as a prospect coming out, he's he's above Kyler. He's above. Sure. Like, I mean, I, I would say that he's probably in the realm of Burrow. Didn't someone get caught, like, first faking stuff? Oh, yeah. So this was Emmanuel Acho, which is... You know, yeah. not totally unexpected, but Emmanuel Acho got absolutely killed for this. So, I, I, I don't want to throw you under the bus here, Sean, but uh, there was a fake report about uh, Caleb Williams <laughs> choosing, like, like basically saying that the only way that he was not yeah. going to come out was if the the Bears bail yeah. out of that pick. I fell for that and the Jalen Milrow one. So Jalen Milrow uh, saying I'm transferring. I fell for that fake one, uh, and Caleb. Did I retweet that? The the Caleb Caleb Bears, one? yes, okay, yeah, you did. So so, and, and a lot of people did. Uh, it was a fake count. One of the people who fell for it was Emmanuel Acho, and Emmanuel Acho went on TikTok, made a video of it, was talking about this is wild stuff from a college quarterback. I'm gonna keep y'all updated. This is crazy, and people like went after him for like, hey, that was fake, and uh, you you're supposed to be somebody who can clearly like check that, fact check that. And what he said there, he replied to somebody who said, you purposefully post fake news for clout and money. Emmanuel Acho replied, nah, in the event it was fake, I posted it to the least serious website because no lives are being lost on that post. So he's talking about TikTok, least serious website. He says, either way, real or fake, the video would garner traction, which would increase followers. More followers equals larger brand deals. Understand? So Acho has basically come out and said, yeah, I will I will talk about fake stuff as if it's real if it means more clicks for me, if it means more attention oh, for nice. me, and if it means more money for me. And I think that's probably the least surprising thing to hear about Emmanuel Acho, but he said the quiet part out loud and he has been getting 
killed for it on the internets ever since. Wow. Uh, so Caleb is coming out. I didn't find it that hard to believe that he's like, yeah, but the Bears can't draft me, and I'm not going to go play. <laughs> I'm not gonna, there were rumors. People wondered, would he want to go there? Like, I'm, that was a discussion. I'm not going to move to California and then move to Chicago. California. I was telling California, that to Amanda last night. Like with this, Last night when we were sitting there, you know, opening the cabinets and running the water, she's like, you can definitely feel when you walk towards a room, the, the exterior wall, she's like, you can feel this cold. Oh, yeah. And I was like, imagine living in Chicago with this, known mm-hmm. as... The Windy City. With the wind. Yeah, with the wind. Not just the cold, but with the wind. No, but you know, like, we never, when I was in, like, even up, like, up, upstate New York, we never had to drip faucets because the pipes were, like, 10 feet underground. Here, our frost line's a foot. And which makes and that, sense. Which is like, why, right. Which they is, have to deal with it they more. They have to deal with it, so that's why our pipes freeze. Uh, all right. A little overreactions or not? Yes. Miami should not extend Tua. Um... I, I mean, I, I always vote in favor of extending the quarterback unless you've got something, like, tangible right there because quarterback purgatory is the worst thing to be in. So, I would say... Burned you with Daniel Jones? Uh, no, I don't think it did. Like, I didn't say... Like, I said... What I said was the issue with Daniel Jones was that's why you should pick up the fifth-year option. Like, because yeah. he hit it in the fourth yeah. year and they would have had time to do something about it. They didn't, so they had to make a decision right then. So, is this an option question or of the next deal? What was this? This was his third year? This was his third year. So he's in line for an extension now, right? So I w- what I would do is I would not do anything about it right now. I-, I would wait until after his fourth year. I'd pick up the option for the fifth year and sit. This might be my toughest player in the NFL to judge. I'm, I'm, it's, that, it's that anticipation slash accuracy versus... The arm better not play in the wind. And better not play in the wind. First of all, I want to give the guy credit for staying healthy. That totally got forgotten. Taekwondo. We thought that we thought that his entire career we could watch something awful, like really scary and frightening, take place on the field. So props to Tua for staying healthy. I would try to put this decision off. I would I would try, try to, to hold I would try to wait and yeah. see a little bit more. I would try to hold off too as long as I possibly could. I, th- I like him. I think he's a really good quarterback. Uh, you're just gonna have to deal with the fact that if you don't have home field advantage. Um, it, it's going to be tough for him to play in a, in a stiff way. I mean, because he just doesn't have a very good arm at all. He's yeah. accurate. His anticipation is great. But you could tell he wanted to be anywhere else but that football field that night. It's crazy how I didn't want this Miami stereotype to just play out. It might be the biggest stereotype in sports. Yeah. And it just did. Chiafalo was talking about this on G-Bag last week in previewing. He goes, do you realize how close they were to playing in 80-degree weather? And then they went to minus Thirty. Yeah, they had a they had a hundred and ten degree temperature switch. Yeah. at the end of that Buffalo Bill at the game. end of that game. Yeah, and like, I mean, even when they had Marino, who was from always, Pittsburgh, always played out like they, this. They, they they couldn't handle the cold, and then they get a quarterback from Hawaii, and they're surprised they can't. Yeah, always, always. Should they draft Kenny Pickett. They should build for the cold. Kenny <laughs> <laughs> Pickett. Where do you fall on it? You're too. You're more of a two. I like two, but I'm with Bobby and you guys and you. I, I would pick up the fifth year option. So you are not a member of two anon then. Two anon. <laughs> I like that. I, I mean, I pick up the fifth year option anyway. Uh, but yeah, I would. Just, I would just pick up the fifth year option and just worry about it next year. Put it off. If price. I can. Price gonna go up. Price is gonna go up. Yep, it would. Yesterday's Absolutely. price is not today's price. That's right. Okay. Uh, let's see. The Chiefs have found their number one wide receiver in Rasheed Rice. SMU. Um, overreaction for now. I mean, they, they think highly of him. He was a guy who's considered a second-round type of player. Um, and, and, you know, he absolutely 
Patrick Mahomes, knowing what he is and, and what he can make receivers into, you could function that way. But, I mean, he's still got a lot to prove. There are a lot of questions he has to answer about his route running and everything else. But, I mean, he's, he's a good player. I don't think it's a flat overreaction, but you you need some time for that to play out before you can confidently I, say I'm, it. I'm not going to say that they found a number one. They found their number one. Their number one. It, yeah. will, be, it will be Rice and Kelsey, mm-hmm. one, two, on all of Patrick's routes. Kadarius was inactive was deactivated oh, the no. other day. Oh, yeah. no. Rasheed Rice, 5 for 127 against Cincy, and then 8 for 130 against Miami. I was just thinking, like, Kadarius Tony can't catch a ball normally. Could you imagine having him try to catch a rock in minus 30-degree weather? That makes sense. <laughs> wow. Uh, Green Bay, not Detroit, is the toughest test for San Fran until the Super Bowl. Woo! Man, um... What are San Fran's weaknesses? What's their kryptonite besides uh, Baltimore? Uh, age? I don't know. Experience, but that, that's gone now. I, I mean, honestly, I don't How do you know attack of any. Them? We're game planning. How do you attack them? Um, 87 receivers. I mean, so you can do some stuff over the middle of the field a little bit. I mean, Cleveland did that, but, man, it's – it's really hard to get anything on that. That's what I like. I think you need what Baltimore does. You remember that was like the the 49ers talked about it afterwards that Lamar running as much as he did that game. They're like, that was a deviation from what we'd seen on tape all year in terms of how willing he was to run. Like they attacked us in a new way and they challenged us in a new way. I think you got to have a lot of speed across the board and, and be able to move around. I just, I don't think, I don't think Green Bay is enough of a challenge. But, I mean, it's hard to find any challenge in the NFC right now. I'll say Detroit's the bigger threat, but maybe the as a team, but maybe the biggest threat is Jordan going out there and LaFleur telling him, I don't care if you throw eight picks. Against Dallas, you were Rodgers. Against San Fran, you could be Favre. And maybe an unconscious, out-of-your-mind, yeah. throw-it-up, Favre against the Raiders after his dad died type game, like, Make this your highlight reel tape. And we don't care if we lose by 50, and I don't care if you throw seven picks. You go out there and have a performance for the ages. Is Jordan Love more capable of that than golf? Golf, I believe so. But Detroit is the team. They they were a bad team in the end. But, like, the biggest threat to San Francisco in the NFC was going to be Philly. Like, the way Philly can play football is the one that stresses San Francisco the most. If they play their game, but they're ba- that would be the biggest wild card to them is like playing that team. You assume they're bad right now, but yeah. if they click and put it together, that one was the one that the personnel yeah, is the scariest. I, I think Philly was dangerous that they won yesterday because that would have kind of maybe reset everything. And who knows what kind of you know what, what they get from there. Um, let's see. Do I go? Do I stick with Jordan Love? Do I go with Goff? Do I go with McCarthy or the Browns? Browns. The Browns defense was overrated. Bobby, you were on this first, so you answer it first. Uh, no, I don't think it was overrated. I think they just, I think C.J. Stroud and the, the Texans played really well. And you got to remember, like, two of those were pick sixes that, that they scored on. But that, and but that Stroud one, was, that touchdown with the tight end, like, he, that was a run after the catch. That was yak on that. Yeah. Now, look, I mean, they they gave up. They had some points this year where they gave up. They gave up 38 to Indianapolis. They gave up 36 to the Rams. Like, they weren't flawless. Um, but they they were I, I think that they just had a bad day and they ultimately gave up 31 to the Texans. Yeah, they had a Daniel Powder day. So uh, no, I, I don't think that the Browns were overrated. I think they were still one of the best defenses in the NFL. They just ran into a buzzsaw. Cross talk with the KMC masterpiece at 940. Did Patrick Walker get any enjoyment out of the Eagles' season ending? And what? 
do the Cowboys need? Whether it's coaching or on that field, Patrick Walker or the Cowboys clean up from the website after this. David Morse. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. ...in motion to the left from the 44-yard line. Makefield throws a ball to the right side. Caught ball. And a broken tackle by Boer to the 40, to the 35, 30. David, it's Craig Palmer. Palmer to the 5. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Touchdown, Buccaneers. Fire them cannons. Trey Palmer. 32 to 9. The filthy season is over. Jason Kelsey is retiring and is Nick Sirianni on the hot seat. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean, RJ, and Bobby joined by Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com. Brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Proud to be the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. Patrick, good morning. Did last night help ease any of the Cowboys' sting for you? No. No, it didn't. The only thing it did was uh, keep it from from being made worse because obviously, you know, the the Cowboys losing and then the fashion in which they lost and then who they lost to and then the game they lost in and the place they lost at. Uh, I mean, that's that's a whole lot to process. And then, um, you know, when it came to Philly and, and the Buccaneers, I had already predicted the Buccaneers would win because I thought it was a bad matchup for Philly with, you know, the Buccaneers offense versus the Philly secondary, which is what it turned out to be. But um, if the if the Eagles had won, then it would have made things that much worse. Like this week and these fans and those fans just uh, – but they didn't, you know. So they lost, and it just makes it not necessarily better. It just keeps it from being worse. Which potential opportunity is more attractive for a head coach between here and there? And why? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Dallas 100% of the time. I think the the expectations for both clubs are extremely high. Um, and for the Cowboys, it should be. I mean, it should be up there. This is a five-time Super Bowl winning franchise with um, basically its own, you know, sector in, in Canton. Um, so when you come in, you're going to feel that expectation, and you should. And when you go to Philly, it's not nearly the same organization as far as levels um, but you're going to feel the pressure from that fan base unlike uh, you've ever felt so so there are only a couple of cities maybe Kansas City uh, and Philadelphia where the fans are going to apply so much pressure that if you're not getting it done quickly they're going to want you out of there but um, when you talk about just overall attractiveness 
uh, as a potential, you know, candidate, be a head coach, assistant coach, positional coach, whatever the case may be. For me, the, the package in Dallas, especially when you're talking about the city, uh, the environment, the fans and everything, the quality of the facilities and everything, it's, it's definitely Dallas. I saw you uh, react to this uh, NBC5 Philly story. I'm chuckling now. I'm told the main message from Sirianni in the Eagles team meeting was get back to being a physical and violent team. I'm told on the team hotel when the Cowboys got blown out, the Eagles were hyped and it lit a fire in them. So I saw your reaction to that. Uh, that was that was pretty funny. Well, think of it this way. Here's what's, what's funny about it, Sean, is that, you know, where was where was that fire when you were spiraling and tailspinning throughout the entire month of December, like where was that fire then? It, it took you seeing the Cowboys losing in the playoffs for you to get a fire to go out and win your game. And then ultimately you got dog walked yourself. So, you know, all of that, the Philly tough guy, the Philly fake tough guy attitude that comes with Nick Sirianni and that coach that he's kind of, perpetuated because he didn't establish it. I'm not going to put that on him as, as far as establishing it, but he is perpetuating it. He's kind of like the, uh, the caricature of, of that fake tough guy culture up there. And you want to be the bullies of the league and San Francisco broke you down and the Cowboys finished you off. Uh, and then you just basically crawl through the mud and the whole time that was happening. And then of course, afterwards you start hearing players like Darius Slay and, you know, Eagles fans say, oh, we were just waiting for the playoffs. That's all. Okay. Ocho. Ocho said yeah. that. Exactly. Playoffs came. And so now what are you waiting on? Right? So now what are you waiting on? So it, it's just comical to me that it's one thing for fans to say it, but to see players come onto the media and say, oh, yeah, seeing the Cowboys lose that little fire in us. Uh, yeah. How'd that turn out for you? Patrick Walker, Cowboys Insider, joins us here, 105 through the fan. All right, what was the biggest surprise uh, in that game against the Packers that, that, that happened? What surprised oh, you the man. most? It's only a 15-minute segment, RJ. Right? Mm-hmm. No. Um, I guess the, it's a tie for me, really. Um, let's let's start first with, with Dak. This is an MVP, MVP front runner right up there against Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's put up some magnificent numbers to the point where he had to sit out several fourth quarters because they were dismantling teams and they were dismantling teams at home. And now you're at home. You haven't lost at home since 2021. You're going up against the Green Bay Packers. You want to get this one for your coach because things didn't go well in Green Bay for your coach uh, last year with the Aaron Rodgers comeback in overtime, et cetera, et cetera. And then what do you do? You come out and you look absolutely disjointed. The throws were just some of the worst that I've seen from Dak. He is capable of better, but I, I that was just not it. Uh, and to his own admission, he sucked. And I was, nor was any of us uh, expecting that. That was some of the worst of Dak Prescott at the worst possible time. But now you flip it to the other side of the ball. This is a defense that's overcome the loss of Trayvon Diggs and, and produced an even bigger year for Deron Bland, a historic year for Deron Bland. Stephon Gilmore have been great for the large majority of the season. Uh, Micah Parsons was, you know, coming into that game. He's Micah Parsons, uh, so forth and so on. And then you basically give up a 50-burger, which could have been a 60-burger if they didn't take their foot off of the accelerator out of mercy, right? And you allow that on your home field. And this is orchestrated, uh, or lack of execution, obviously, but also orchestrated by one of the best defensive minds in the game, and Dan Quinn. So then you look at Dan Quinn and you look at the defensive players and you say, what the hell happened? You look at Dak and you look at McCarthy and you say, what the hell happened? 
And it's just it's wild to me, especially a game ahead of ahead of the game when you hear a guy like Micah, and rightfully so, he's on the right to talk like this. When he said, you know, I'm going to be effing phenomenal, where, where, where was the line? Where was he? Where was anybody? Where was anybody? Pat, you know, and and that's the thing. When you say where was anybody, obviously there's personal responsibility Except and Dick Ferguson. Except yeah, Dick Ferguson. there's yeah. personal responsibility yeah. and there's there's an onus on these guys to make plays. Like there's only so much the coaches can do. But when you collectively see 53 guys fall flat like this, or 52 if you want to take Jake Ferguson out, when you see them fall flat like this, Gallop. how is there any other way? Other or, or how is there anybody who can take that heat other than the head coach and the guy running the defense and Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn? And if that's the case, how do you justify running it back on that stage? And and that's what makes this type of loss so difficult to process because as as analysts we sit here and we say, okay, well, um, you know, do you go in this direction or do you go in that direction? That's always what you're looking for. Left at the fork in the road or right, right at the fork in the road. So here you are, and you're stuck in this kind of purgatory. And this is what Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are up against right now. They're stuck in this kind of purgatory at this exact moment where it's like, okay, this is a head coach that gave you three consecutive 12-1 seasons, two divisional crowns in those three seasons, produced historic seasons from C.D. Lamb and MVP season from Dak Prescott in his first year back as offensive play caller. And then you look at Dan Quinn and you look at what he's been able to do in his three seasons here and, and what he's been able to produce and how he's been able to convince the front office and Steven and uh, Jerry and Will to invest in certain positions like the safety position. Like they have been more or less down uh, playing and devaluing for years and years and years. And you see all of that and you're like, oh, going into this game, you're like, no way, oh, no way any of these guys are in the hot seat. And then you see what happened on Sunday and you sit back and you say, how can anybody not be on the hot seat? So now you have to start looking at the landscape as a whole. And yeah, I see the Bill Belichick rumors. That's obvious. That's going to happen. And my Vrabel rumors, Bobby, you and I discussed kind of like the Vrabel equation um, after the game on Sunday and, you know, Bobby Slowick. I mean, there are, there are names out there and you just really have to sit back as, as the front office and ask yourself, like what you guys just asked me, how do you justify running it back? And it's it's so hard for me to justify running it back, but it's almost equally difficult for me to look around the landscape and say, there's your guy, because Bill Belichick is the fanciest one. He's the one that shines the brightest, but what's his record post-Tom Brady, right? So, and you, you can look at it and you say, well, he, he'd be getting Dak Prescott. Right. Is he getting the MVP Dak Prescott, or is he getting the one that played the Packers on Sunday? So... I mean, like you said, Bobby, when all 53 fall completely flat, it's on all 53, but also the ones coordinating the 53. Who's your other name if they have to make a change? Like, do you, like, Who's your personal preference? I have one, but I, I can't say because he's under contract with another team right uh, now. So that's why I just focused on uh, Belichick and Vrabel because those two guys are free agents. Are right his now. initials Ben Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Pat, when you when you look at this equation, though, like when Jerry's evaluating things, like, like obviously, you know, the offense took a huge step forward this year. And so Mike McCarthy would, I'm sure if he was sitting in there making an argument for his job, he'd say, hey, look, I did this. I, I did what I was asked to do. If they were to make a change, what is it that you think Jerry is saying is what he wants out of his head coach? Does he want somebody who's going to run the offense like Mike McCarthy did? Or is he saying, like, no, I need somebody. Is he going back to the CEO? Like, I need somebody who's going to be a leader of men. I need somebody who's going to have people prepared. 
what is it that he's looking for? What what tools of evaluation is he using? Well, I think at this point here recently, he's tried both things. So, again, purgatory, which direction do you go? Because when Mike McCarthy was brought in, he had um, Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, which was someone that Jerry and Steven, they had groomed um, over the course of several years within the organization. So it gave McCarthy kind of like that, that CEO role, right? So then he brought in Mike Nolan, didn't go well. He ditched Mike Nolan quickly, bringing Dan Quinn. So now you have the two heavy hitters and things are going well. You make it to the wild card game and then you make it to the divisional round and you were supposed to take the next step this season, at least to the NFC championship. Um, but most certainly not to lose in the wild card and most certainly not in the fashion in which you lost. So I, what do you do in that aspect? Because, for example, if you, if you bring in Mike Vrabel, are you taking a step back offensively? Are you letting Mike Grable call the plays? Or are you putting him in a CEO role and you bringing in a coordinator for him? Because if you don't bring in a coordinator for him, what you're going to get is run, run, pass, and you're back at the at the Garrett era. So you got to be careful in that because a guy like Grable is much like a guy like McCarthy, and I said this to Bobby as well. Those are two guys that players would run through a wall for. And, and I got a lot of love for McCarthy. I think he did a lot of good things here. Uh, but when the time came to really punch that clock, to really floor it, the Cowboys, the, the transmission died. And, you know, I don't know where Jerry Jones goes from here, but I could see whichever way he goes, I could see a reason behind it. But if he does choose to run it back, that's 51-49. That's a little bit tougher to, to try to figure out after a loss like that. Thank you, Patrick. We'll talk on Thursday. Stay warm. Absolutely. Patrick Walker brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort every Tuesday and Thursday on Sean, RJ, and Roberto. Let's crosstalk with the KMC Masterpiece. And welcome back, Corey Majors, right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Gary, hot hand, don't bite. Williams, let him shoot three. Let him shoot the ball. He's horrible for me on the arc. He really has been. Grant Williams, to give you an idea, over his last 10 is 25% on threes. Scotty report. I knew you would like that, Bassick. Wow. That was Pelicans TV.
yesterday. My uh, dad off. took uh, my boys to the game yesterday, and they had a blast. Um, but even they came back going, man, Grant Williams just can't shoot. And I was like, he doesn't even want to shoot. That's the problem. He pump fakes when nobody's even around him. And I don't know. This is the tough thing. Donnie Cockstein's obviously on their bench there. That's his job. Is to <laughs> is to try to get him confident, right? Because he has he has no okay. he has no confidence uh, right now when he catches the ball that he he's he throws it he's it's almost a throw. I know he's shooting, but it's almost you might as well just throw it up there because he doesn't <laughs> believe it's going in. When he releases right. the ball, he believes it's going to be a miss. And unfortunately, what do you think he's shooting for the month? 20, well, they just said 25% for the year, so I will go No, he said 25% in the last 10 games, right? Oh, right last, yeah, it's not 25% for the year. It's like 34 for the I year, will right? guess 18%. 21%, he is 37 for the season. He shot 39 last year in Boston. But like 37 is not terrible. That's like mid ninety. That's like late 90s, yeah, three-point shooting 37 percentage. 37 is not bad. Um, you would take that for a whole that for season, a whole but that was that's based off he was probably like 44% yeah. like His first earlier, early 15 on. games. He needs a quad injury. He needs, a, <laughs> no, he needs like Hey, a, hey, don't root for that. No, 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 no. That's one of those air quotes. Oh, no, we're going to end up I on need, I need, I need a, San like, Francisco radio again. You need like a, you know what I mean? You need like a, an for, air for quote. You know, oh, you know, it's, 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 I'm not, I'm, not I'm, I'm a little stiff today. Well, you almost went, you almost went somewhere with a, with a voice impression just then. I thought you were going, folks, folks, I folks, were, folks, folks, folks. I got, no, no, he needs a, <laughs> he needs like a, a, a two week. Man, my hip just. Yeah, we played Mike a video yesterday, Corey. He almost, I thought he's gonna lose it. Yeah. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I showed it to my wife too. Yeah, the video. Yeah, that's gonna. Cost so not a me. real injury, but like a fake injury that gives him like two weeks mental break. Go to Hawaii. Yeah, just let Luca stay out and you know getting lively back and uh, just let Grant go. Let Grant go get hurt somewhere as well. Corey, welcome back. Hello, everybody. How you feeling? Feeling fantastic. No, Are not, you? No, not health wise. No, oh. psyche wise. Anger-wise. Maybe it's good you weren't here yesterday because you would have gone off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm still pretty down. I let this get, affect me too much. At 43 years old, having seen the greatest highs of this franchise, and that was what I, like, I expected the rest of my life to be like. Uh, this one, this one's really, this one stings. Where's this on the list, on the playoff list for you? Uh, Des, Des caught it is still like that one felt like it got stolen from you by somebody. This one feels like what? I thought you were only 42. (laughs) Oh crap. I am only 42. (laughs) The Cowboys have aged me mentally. Uh, That's what's happened here. Yeah. I'm 43 this year. That mistake as well. It doesn't matter. Uh, but this one, this one, like. This one I blame on the players and the coaches, and that was a miserable effort. And I can't, like, effort's a bigger problem. That one, that's something that you, I just don't know if I'll ever be able to let go. So I'll put it at two right now because of how how miserable they looked yesterday. You think uh, that they changed McCarthy? No. Ooh! I don't. Uh, I think they'll retool some things and try and push forward with it. No, but, no. Do you think they will? Do you think they should? Oh, Should? Mm, no. Okay. Mm. Mm, that's even hotter take. I like it. What are your thoughts, Bob? Carpe omnia. <laughs> Carpe omnia, and my brothers. And you don't think they will. How how long does this have to go? I think last time it was five days for Jason. How long does this have to go until Mike Bassett comes in and goes, they're not changing the coach. They're just uh, Jerry's Friday. comfortable. Friday, yeah. Friday. 
If Friday we haven't heard Will McClay, I'm sorry, if we haven't heard oh. Mike McCarthy, Will McClay's great. If we haven't heard Mike McCarthy is fired, he's the head coach next year on a one-year deal. I could see that. That makes a lot of sense to me. What makes sense? That they do it or the timeline? The timeline. Okay. Not that they do it. Right. No, I oh, yeah. they, they no, give, no, no, no. They the give timeline the, makes sense. They give the fan base enough time to kind of settle down from Monday. And then I have know? to see that stupid chart all over again. And it's like, you oh. are here. And I'm like, yes, I know where we are. Yeah. If they move on from him, my and I don't know this, but I'm just saying my guess would be we don't hear about it till Thursday or Friday. Well, That's when I would think they Do they, we have that, the presser schedule for today? I, I mean, got to hear that. I haven't, I haven't seen a schedule emailed out yet from the Cowboys. I looked. The Jason one was it, was it was Sunday to Sunday. They let him go on a Sunday. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, 5th. Harbaugh update. Dan Wetzel, good reporter. Among the sticking points in contract yes, talks between Michigan guy. and Harbaugh, language that grants Jim Harbaugh immunity from termination for any findings stemming from the NCAA multiple Sweet. investigations. Yeah, so basically what he's saying is, uh, if you sign me this contract, no matter what penalty the NCAA levies on me for the cheating scandal, you cannot fire me for that. It has to be new allegations, so nothing that is currently under investigation. So, hold on, does that mean new allegations as of by the time he's left? Let's just say he signs the deal today. Yeah. Tomorrow, they spy again. He tomorrow he breaks an NCAA law, <laughs> okay, and they pinpoint it back okay. to tomorrow's date. He can be penalized for that, but that makes sense. With the cheating scandal, they're going to say if you give even if the NCAA gives him a show cause penalty, which I don't even know if they still do that anymore. But assuming they do, which is like you are on probation for three years and you have to show the NCAA cause as to why you will keep this guy employed, you have to ex- express reasoning why you're going to keep him employed. It's very difficult. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm confused. Um, that's you. You have to still keep. You have to still pay oh, me. But what do we make of even that negotiation getting to that point? It means he versus he, the Chargers. I think what it means to me is he ideally wants to stay, but the reason he would leave is because of the same reason Pete Carroll left. He knew infractions are coming. But you think if Michigan's willing to give him a new deal, they kind of be on the same page and area of what they're guilty of, right. what's coming down the road. You know, not I, some I, shocking. Absolutely. Um, development right. to, to me, where Michigan's like, you never told it. Like, they should be in cahoots. To me, already. the dumbest thing that, that schools do is as soon as they're in an infraction, they fire the coach. Like, what? If you like the coach, deal with the three years infraction penalty and then just keep the coach. Got to have a head. Like, would you, if, if Nick Saban in 2013 uh, committed uh, this, got, got Alabama the death penalty or whatever, I'm keeping Nick Saban and I'm going to deal with it. And then in 2018, I'll be fine again. You say yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, the, the <sighs> Jim Tressel. How is they could have done it with Tressel? The, uh, Patino. We, we could have done it with Bruce Pearl, Patino. I think it'd be even cooler if he had it in his, anytime yeah. I get accused of cheating, <laughs> you can't fire me or, or you got to keep paying me. Like, that's hey. what we'll have to put in Belichick's deal. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the, definitely do something like that. I don't know. I, th- I would guess he's just, the fact that he's negotiating the way he is at Michigan, I'm just guessing he's leveraging every offer he can so that whichever one he ends up picking, it's like, okay, this is exactly what I want. So I would guess that's why it's such a sticking point. I don't think it necessarily means like he wants to go back to Michigan because everything we've heard coming out of there is the thing he feels is unfinished is getting a Super Bowl. What's coming up on the show, Corey? Guys, right out of the gate, a lot of people said they would no longer root for the Cowboys. Yeah. Tell us if, it's, tell us if, that's, if that's true at 10 o'clock. 
And as as you always know, from eleven thirty to twelve thirty is the best content on this uh, on this show. Oh, it always is. Station, it kills. Really. So what I suggest is just make sure you're locked in, just all day. You know, but those that that hour right there is going to be our best hour. Kevin Hagelin, whose seat is hotter between McCarthy and Sirianni? Sirianni. Oh, sorry, Kevin. Ooh. I'm That's gonna, why I get y'all's names mixed I'm up. I'm asking yeah. the 42-year-old. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Sirianni as well. Like, for as much as we talk about the collapse of the Cowboys, that's, like, got a lot of historical baggage to it. It's like, because we also lost in 2007. The Eagles is, this is a historical collapse. They were the co-favorites to win the Super Bowl at the end of November. And now... And 10 and 1. Bounced yeah. in the first round of the playoffs. That Plus, that... That franchise fired a quarterback or a coach that won the Super Bowl for them in Doug Peterson. And what was it? Three years after two, three years yeah, after yeah. something two, like that. Seventeen, it was very and shortly he, and he after. Got fired in twenty twenty. And I think a lot of t- a lot of times when coaches have lost a locker room, that's when they're done. And that look that's what it looks like more to me than anything else is that that locker room uh, is broken inside. The Cowboys locker room didn't look broken. It looked fine. Uh, but it might be fractured right now. I, I mean, they were having to get CD's mind back in the game after the first drive. That was that was, that was weird. Is that the was difference that the weird. Eagles hate each other and the Cowboys don't care? Yeah. Well, that, that's <laughs> a, I, I do wonder: Do the Eagles hate Sirianni? Or do they hate their own? Do they hate each other? I don't know. Or man. both? It's probably both. How about this party? Did you guys see this party that was planned or react to it from? Okay, I don't, don't think so. Okay, I'm gonna. Well, I'm was gonna, there a Cowboys player passing out flyers to his birthday party oh, after the loss? It was. It, I don't know if it was a. It wasn't a birthday party. It was a victory party for Sunday night. Oh. Now, don't answer if you know. Don't answer if you already know. Give me the two players that you think would have planned something like this. Micah. Micah. Nope. Uh, Less profile. Oh. I just figured he'd be wherever media wasn't. Kelvin so Joseph. To answer any questions? Uh, but yeah. that's that's boss man fat. Uh. A Cowboys player? Two Cowboys players Two Cowboys put together players. a party for okay. Sunday night, a victory party that had yeah, to get changed. And and one Trayvon of them Diggs. one of them showed the active. Active well, players and one of them Jordan showed Jordan their Lewis. intelligence during the game. You you interviewed one of them in training camp. Oh, oh, Malik Hooker. Uh, oh, the Texas Tech quarterback. Two who of that got Sam, Sam Williams. Yeah. Sam Williams is one. The other one also on special teams. Tolbert. He's the Cavante Turpin. Yeah. We interviewed both of them. them. Cavante Turpin dropped the bombshell of all training camp to me. Which was? He goes, yeah, this is your second kid, right? How old's your first kid? And he said, four weeks. And I was like, oh. And he goes, I knocked it out back to back. (laughs) (laughs) So Turpin and Sam had the uh, victory party for Sunday night that fans are not happy with. And I know you usually take issue with people. It's it's planned already. You're going to just... Cancel they, it. Oh, they they did the party still, right? It's already planned. <laughs> they did. They they got play, I don't know if they had it. I don't know if they had it, but they like got it a was playoff planned. paycheck. Yeah, it was already planned. What are you gonna do? You cancel it? You already bought the catering. You bought the venue. I mean, Laura Miller canceled the parade. She didn't just go like, "Well, we planned it. Let's just go ahead and do it." Fair. I just still don't know. Parades are cool. <laughs> and you got Bob Stoops in the studio. Is that happening? That is happening tomorrow. tomorrow. That'll tomorrow. be tomorrow. Yeah, oh, we good. moved it. Uh, weather. It got changed after our tease. Weather. Like Steven got changed yesterday? I have no I'm comments about that. just joking. Jerry and Steven, contractual obligation. 
was told to us two weeks ago they were not coming on when the Cowboys season ended. That's why Jerry was not on today. And it would not shock me if he pops on, makes a surprise appearance with you guys Friday. Hey, Sean. <laughs> you're Mr. Football Guy. You watch more football than anybody here. Except for Bobby. I lost the uh, hot sauce bet. Yeah, Friday. he's going to have to eat the bomb hot sauce when, on Friday. When will it be for you? Baseball time in Texas. Ooh, I heard the intro of y'all's show yesterday. That was very, very good. You're welcome. Um... Because there's a team that knows how to win. There's a team that has a proven winner mm-hmm. as a manager slash head coach. There's a guy who is sacrificing a lot as a general manager to make sure a team stays a winner. When yeah. does it become baseball time in Texas? June, when their uh, 10 Tommy John recoveries get back on the field. Holy cow. Do you? Let me ask you this. Here's my answer. When pitchers and catchers. Let's report. just say the Bally thing got solved today. Okay. Do you think that would cause them to go out and spend some? I, I think Jordan yes. Montgomery's here today, tomorrow if that happens. I, yeah. That will be my answer when Bally's is resolved for the money. Well, isn't, for the offseason spending. January 19th, their next um, it's Thursday, court date. Right? Fri- it's Friday, isn't is that, it? Is okay, that change my answer to after the Super Bowl. Um, I mean, because actually, honestly, the week the, the Super Bowl happens on, on the 11th. Pitchers and catchers are on what, that Tuesday? Wednesday? Usually it's right around it's right around Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. It's, it's yeah. like the 13th or 14th this year, so it's that week. I changed my answer to after the next Cowboys coach is hired. Well, you're going to be waiting a year or two on that. <laughs> oh. The KFC masterpiece is you're next. You're talking about defensive coordinators, which God, I don't know how we're going to have a defense next year without a guy who gave up 48 points in a playoff game. Uh, 32 or 34. Right. Well, the quarterback gave up 14. Well, only 13. They missed the extra point. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. KFC Masterpiece is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.